0: Okay, so to begin, you can take your glasses off or any um, belt or anything that might be restricting your breathing, might be impinging on your awareness. And just feel your contact with the floor. Feel how you're lying on the floor. And what does that mean, how you're lying on the floor? Well... Feel your legs, how they rest, how straight or flat do they feel, how much do they feel bent behind the knees, how close together, how far apart. And then the length of your back, how your buttocks rest on the floor, what the size and shape of the space behind your low back is. and the size and the shape of that contact of your upper back and shoulders. And notice you probably made some quite subconscious decision about how to place your arms, maybe to have your arms out at your sides or your hands on your stomach, to have your arms close to you or spread out. Palm up, palm down. And then how does your head rest? You'll feel that in the tilt of your head. How far is your nose, your chin tilted away from your chest? If you think like of the plane of your face, is it parallel to the ceiling or tilt it up, tilted down? All of these are elements that might change or shift over the next hour, and we'll come back and use this kind of as a reference point to check in on. Now, for some reason, when I posted on Facebook that these lessons, I wasn't exactly sure how to describe the theme, even though I had one, but certainly you're all going to end up taller by the end of the six-week series. All of these people, like actually distant cousins of mine from across the country, posted and said, oh, I'd like to be taller. (laughs) So I don't know what it is about Reed cousins or Federally cousins, but they feel they want to be taller. But it forged new relationships with old uh, cousin friends somehow to mention the word taller. Okay. Okay, so bend your knees and stand your feet. And stand your feet. A reasonable, well... I'm going to say a comfortable distance apart, but now I'm going to give you a more precise, functional, and structural idea. Stand your feet so that your knees really stand vertically over your feet. And your legs are not together. They're more like hip-width apart, maybe for you a little farther apart. But really they're at a distance apart that it takes minimal effort in your hips to hold your knees up because your knees are really balanced over your feet. And your shin is vertical, your feet standing under your knees. And then take your right leg and cross your right leg over your left. And place your arms on either side of you. So if you've got your arms on top of you, for now, place your arms on the floor on either side of you. And begin now. Cross your legs really at the knee, so kind of knee on top of knee rather than your ankle on your knee. But your, no. I don't mean on top. Yeah, I mean that. Nothing fancy, just uh, crossed at the knees, so not quite so literally on top. I obviously made that too literal. Yet like that, yet like that, good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And slowly begin to tilt your knees to the right and then bring them back up to the center. Tilt your knees to the right and bring them back up. And you just repeat that. So when I give an instruction in the lesson, you just kind of play with it, repeat it several times. Um, At a certain point, I'll say stop, but you can stop whenever you want to stop. And just tilt and notice. So what do you notice about this action? There's a lot of different things you can notice. You can notice how difficult it is or how easy going down. And coming back up. Is it easy to go down? Does it take more work to come back up? Is it smooth? Or is it little jumps? And then here's some more things you can notice. You can notice how much of you is part of this movement. So obviously your knees are all tied up, your legs are all tied up. If you tilt your legs to the right your left side of your pelvis is going to lift from the floor. As you go back, the left side of your pelvis, left hip goes back to the floor. And is it just your hip or is that the small of your back too? Does the left side of the small of your back lift? Do your ribs on the left lift? Does it get heavier behind your right shoulder and lighter behind your left shoulder as you tilt your knees to the left and come back? to the right, tilt your knees to the right and come back. Feel those things. And now I'm going to ask a funny question. And I don't want this question, I mean, I don't want this question to give you any funny ideas. It's not a funny question. The question is, what stops you from just lying your legs on the floor, taking them all the way to the floor on the right? I don't mean go ahead and take them all the way to the floor. I don't mean to try hard and stretch and push it and make it happen. I just mean to kind of ask yourself what... At some point, you're receiving some message from yourself that says, stop, want to go back up. What is that message? Is it in your chest? Is it in your neck? Is it in your hips? Is it in... What's the thing that says, time to turn around? And having asked yourself all those questions, you can now... Disentangle your legs, stretch out, and take a rest. So that's one... uh, Feldenkrais kind of takes the form of doing little experiments on ourselves. So that's one little experiment on ourselves, and now we feel the effects. We take this rest and feel what feels different in the contact with the floor... How each leg rests. Space behind the sides of your back. And now bend your knees and stand your feet again and cross your right leg over your left again and tilt your knees to the right but this time really take them all the way to the floor but do that by letting yourself all of you roll to the right so it's not going to be so hard to take your knees to the floor if you let your whole body roll to the right if you let your left shoulder come off the floor and let your left arm reach to the right and then Coming back, that might be another question. Maybe coming back is not going to be quite as easy. You figure that out, that's fine. But tilt your knees to the right and reach across with your left hand. So you're taking your arm with you to roll your whole body to the right and roll onto your right side and then come back. And you've got to sort probably something about your bottom arm, your right arm. It's going to get out of the way a bit. Or This is kind of a getting acquainted thing you're seeing. What does your right shoulder do? Come on to your right and then come back up. And see if you can do that, keeping your legs crossed. And now stay with your one leg crossed over the other. And um, face up. And place your left hand on your belly, resting on your belly or chest somewhere. And just start the movement of tilting your legs to the right and lifting your left shoulder at the same time that you do that. Lifting your left shoulder and coming down. Don't go all the way, just a little bit now. Lift your left shoulder and tilt your legs to the right. And then develop that more so you're using the lifting of your left shoulder and using what you do with your left hand and your left arm to help you come down all the way to the right and line your right side and then to come back. Did I say breathe? Don't forget to breathe. Whatever you do, don't forget to breathe and don't forget to smile. Where does it go? Oh, I saw it over here. There. Okay, And now as you come back, what comes back first? Does your left hip come back to the floor first or does your left shoulder come back to the floor first? What's the easiest way for you to do that movement, to come back? Your left shoulder to the floor or your left hip to the floor first? And having brought up the topic, you now have freedom to experiment. So try going back with your left shoulder first and try going back with your left hip first. And see what it takes to, uh, you know, we we use this very abstract term. We say we organize movement, we organize action in Feldenkrais. What does organization mean anyway? One thing it means is timing. So, how do you time? What goes first? What goes second? What goes third? So, timing can be really fundamental thing about movement that you don't even notice if you're stretching or strengthening. What's the timing? Okay, next time you're on your back, stay on your back and put your arms alongside you on either side of you. And just once, tilt your legs to the right to check in how that feels now, how that's changed, even without deliberately taking your whole body along, how close do you get to the floor easily without too much effort. Just check in, just to check in and see that first movement, what it's like now. And then leave that and stretch out and take a rest. <laughs> a little transfer. And compare the feeling on your left side, on your right side. now bend your knees and stand your feet cross again your right leg over your left and now rest your left arm on your chest so that your left hand is underneath your right armpit and rest your right arm on top of that so you've got your arms crossed across your chest except one arm, your left arm's on the bottom and your right arm's on the top and you can sort of hug yourself like this and begin to roll your whole torso, your upper back, your chest, your shoulders, and your head. Roll them from side to side while leaving your legs standing. So your legs stay standing, but just use your hands to gently rock. Roll yourself left. Roll yourself right. It's kind of like your left hand picks up your right shoulder blade, rolls you right. Rolls you left, sorry, your right hand. Your left hand picks up your right shoulder blade, rolls you left. And as much as possible, can you leave your knees quiet, your legs quiet, knees towards the ceiling, and just gradually find what's your own path, your own trajectory, your own way to roll yourself left and right. So your knees staying still, so something has to happen in between your pelvis and your chest, in between your pelvis and your shoulders. So your right arm's on top, left arm's on the bottom. Just roll from side to side, and your head will roll, too. Your head will roll, too. And see if you can do it, leaving your knees standing so your pelvis sort of stays on the floor. And your chest, your shoulders roll left and right. Your head goes along with them. And take your time. It's like a very personal movement. Well, I mean, anything we do is. But it's your own organization, Timing, coordination. And once you'll find it, you'll find you can, it almost becomes like a rocking, oscillating movement. You can make it small, let it speed up, but not as long as you've got any stress or effort with it. Just speed it up, make it small, make it light, insofar as you find your own kind of light rocking side to side. Your head following, your knees still pretty well staying towards the ceiling. So it's like a, something has to differentiate, something has to turn between your pelvis and your shoulders. Find some freedom in there. And then switch your arms so your left arm's on top and continue to do the same thing and the same thing, but feel if it's different. Feel if something feels different. Is it easier in this arrangement? And then start to take your head and eyes in the opposite direction. So as you lift your left shoulder, instead of turning your face to the right, turn your face to the left. And your eyes look left. And as you lift your right shoulder, turn your face to the right. And your eyes look right. So your shoulders and your head now are going in opposite directions. And start that slowly. Finding really the ease Easy range of movement. And your knees stay towards the ceiling without going from side to side, if you can do that. And then switch your arms again. So your right arm's on top again and continue to go opposite, your face looking opposite to the rocking of your upper body, your chest, your shoulders. Don't work too hard. What does that mean? We all have our own definition, don't we, what working too hard is. And then let your head go along with your arms, with your shoulders, so your head turns right as your shoulders turn right. And it's very much your own, what your own pace is, your own oscillation. It depends on, you know, which ribs do you let move, which vertebrae do you let move, which muscles are used to going slow, which muscles are used to going fast. Try to bring it all into kind of a harmonious feeling of rocking from side to side. And then bring your arms down and tilt your legs to the right one more time and see what that's like. So go back to this original movement, tilting your legs to the right, coming back up. How much closer towards the floor are you getting? Just to check in, and then stretch out your legs and take a rest. Around this time, you might be wondering if we're going to do the other side. I promise you we will. So bend your knees and stand your feet again. We're not quite there yet, so still cross your right leg over your left. Tilt your knees to the right. Tilt them as far down as they go comfortably and you can sort of let them stay there. So you can stay with your knees tilted to the right. And now begin to pull your belly in and take your low back backwards, like you want to flatten out your low back so that your knees will lift a little bit from the floor. You don't come all the way up. You stay with your knees sort of hanging to the side. But with your knees hanging to the side, you pull your belly in, take your low back backwards and feel how that might start to lift your legs a little bit. Pull in your belly, pull in your abdomen. You can breathe out if that helps you do that. And if you feel behind you, you can even place your own hand in the small of your back to monitor this. You'll feel you're actually flattening out that curve at the bottom of your spine, your lumbar curve. And that flattening out that curve, pulling your belly in, is going to pull your knees up a little bit. Somehow it's going to pull your knees up a little bit. And just play in that little bit of a range, that little range of where pulling in your belly and taking your low back backwards brings your knees up. And then... So it's with your legs tilted to the side, as long as that's comfortable, if you need to adjust it. So your foot's still on the floor the whole time. Your knees are just lifting from where your legs are hanging to the side. So tilt your knees to the right. With your foot on the floor, tilt your knees to the right. And then start playing with your low back. And then try the opposite. Push your belly out. Push your low belly out. Push your low belly out. Now you're really arching your low back, maybe more of your back, and your knees go further down towards the floor. If you arch your low back, push your belly out. And you can go back and forth between pushing your belly out, arching your low back, pulling your belly in, and feel how that tilts your legs down, tilts them back up. And then leave that, bring your legs up, disentangle them, uncross them, stretch them out and take a rest. Feel the length of your left side, the length of your right side. And with this very uh, asymmetrical feeling, let's come up to sit. So come up to sit and sit in some way, cross-legged or with your feet together, a comfortable way of sitting. And try just um, leaning on your hand and looking behind you to one side and leaning on your hand and looking behind you to the other side. So just, you know, not, not both hands on the floor, but just you're sitting and you want to look behind you, so you turn and lean on your hand and see how well you turn in one direction. And see how well you turn in the other direction. Do you feel a difference from one side to the other? And leave that and come up to stand. And stand and feel what differences do you feel in how you're standing on your left leg and on your right leg? And the answer to that might not be simple because we had our, we were talking about tilting to the right all the time, the right leg was on top of the left leg, but your left leg. Your left foot was actually in contact with the floor the whole time. So maybe your left leg learned something. Maybe your right side learned something. Maybe everything learned something. Just have a little walk around and feel it, and then we'll do stuff on the other side. come back to your mat Bend your knees and stand your feet. Cross your left leg over your right. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. (laughs) Tilt your knees to the left and come back up and see what that's like on this side. The control you have over the movement going down and coming back up. How far your knees go easily. Maybe you're already ahead of where you were when you started on the first side. You've already transferred some learning from one side to the other. And take your right hand and reach across to your left and lift your right shoulder up up so that you come all the way to lie on your left side as you tilt your knees to the left. And then come back and again play with that. If you come back with your shoulder first, what's that like? If you come back with your pelvis first, what's that like? the time, experiment with that. Which of those options make it easier for you to keep on breathing while you do it? Less likely to hold your breath, clench your jaw. If you take your shoulder back first or your pelvis back first. then leave that, disentangle your legs, stretch out, take a rest. And then bend your knees again, stand your feet. Cross your left leg over your right. And now some of you might have to adjust yourselves a little bit. You're going to put your left arm on the floor alongside it overhead. So stretch your left arm overhead and rest it on the floor. And now if the wall's in the way, come down away from the wall. Don't let the wall get in your way, come closer down. So you lengthen your arm overhead on the floor. Your left arm like this. Rest it on the floor as well as you're able. Maybe it's a little bit out to the side. Maybe it's right alongside your head, 45 degrees or straight. And now as you tilt your knees to the left, lengthen your left arm overhead so you don't want to run into the wall. Come away from the wall. And turn your head so that you look up at your hand as you tilt your knees to the left. And then as you come back, you let go of that lengthening of your arm and you find the timing to bring your head back to look towards the ceiling. And Now, if you've been using cushions under your head, you might now find that they get in the way because you're trying to do something a little interesting and complicated. So it's looking up towards your hand. It's taking the back of your head backwards. It still stays on the floor. Your head still stays on the floor. Maybe it comes off a little bit at the end. I don't know, but basically it stays on the floor. And you tilt the back of your head backwards, lengthen your left side, tilt your knees to the left, and look up at your hand, taking the back of your head backwards to the left, to the right, sorry. So you come towards, lying on your left side, your left knees tilted to the left, lengthen your left arm as you roll, lengthen your left arm and look up at your hand. And as you come back onto your back, let go, of, soften the arm, let go of the lengthening, let it shorten again. So you're not holding that tension or holding that length in your arm the whole time. That can be out at 45 degrees, doesn't have to be straight overhead. What, what works for it? Find what makes a connection for you into why lengthening, your arm would have something to do with tilting your knees. Or did I just tell you to put you know, A and X together, and for no particular reason, they don't spell a word? That was a bad choice. A and X do, but you know, Scrabble experts can tell me two letters that don't spell a word. Lengthen your left arm overhead, tilt your knees to the left. And then let everything come back to the floor together. Your right shoulder comes off. Great. Okay, and leave that, stretch out your legs, bring your arm down and take a rest. gotten the tricks of the room. We need airflow from the door being open. Okay. Back in the groove. Bend your knees again. Stand your feet. Cross your left leg over your right. And tilt your knees to the left. See what that's like now. See how far they go, how easily, how much control you have coming back up. And then again, stay somewhere tilted to the left, somewhere you can hang out for a while, not too far. And begin to pull your belly in and take your low back backwards, flatten your low back so that just a little bit lifts your knees. And then push your belly forwards, push your belly out so that your knees go closer to the floor. Just go back and forth like that, pushing your belly out. Pulling your belly in and feeling how that relates to your knees. The knee joint's pretty simple. There's only so much it can do. Flex and extend. A little tiny bit of rotation in it. So much of what you can do with your knees comes from your pelvis, your low back. And feel that connection. Feel If you pull your belly in, take your low back backwards, your knees lift. Push your belly forward. Push it out. Let yourself have a big belly. Don't worry about how you look in a bikini. Just let that belly come. Do it. And feel how your knees can sink further to the floor. And feel the directions of your belly, like really out above the pubic bone, below the belly button, not just you know, between the belly button and the ribs, but the whole your belly. You sink your knees down and pull them back up. Pull them back up a little bit from your low back and your belly. Great. And slowly bring your knees back up to the vertical. Disentangle your legs. Stretch them out. Take a rest. bend your knees, stand your feet, cross your left leg over your right, tilt your legs to the left, and now as you tilt your legs to the left, let your right shoulder, oh wait, no, let's start this way, Um, let's do the elbows first, so look at how you've got your arms placed, how do you have your arms placed? And see if you can place your arms. So your elbows are a little bit out and your hands are a little bit in. Your palms are down. And you'll find maybe your arms will lie flat. Maybe they won't. Maybe the wrist is off. That's okay. But you're in a position, so your elbows are making contact with the ground. And your hands are actually, and they're actually jutting out a little. So your hands are closer to you than your elbows are. Hands are closer than your elbows are. Like your hands maybe almost touch the sides of your... Hands are closer, your elbow's out to the side. And just a little bit push with your left elbow. Push with your right elbow and feel how you can lift your right shoulder. Push with your right elbow. So a little bit of weight into the ground and lift your right shoulder. Feel what that's like. You had some little idea there. Feel how pushing with the elbow lifts the shoulder. Soften across the front of your chest. You let your collarbone your breastbone move and slides, your ribs, your shoulder blade slides, what all happens. Try that a little bit with your left elbow and your left shoulder. Just feel that connection. Your elbows have kind of like a lever into your shoulder blades, which makes your shoulder blades a lever into your chest. You've got a little bit of Use of the ground there. Great. And now begin to tilt your legs to the left. Tilt your legs to the left and let your left shoulder come off the ground. And let your... go towards the idea. Okay, I'm hesitating because this might sound like a crazy idea, but you'll, you'll figure it out. The idea is you'll have the top of your head on the floor with your legs tilted to the left. So tilt your legs to the left. Let your chin come away from your neck. Kind of push the back of the top of your head lightly. Don't do anything drastic to your neck. Push a little bit into the floor. So it's like you've got this whole arch from the back of the top of your head to your pelvis, and your shoulders coming off the floor, especially your right shoulder coming off the floor with the help of your elbow, and then come back down. So you're going to the side. Take your knees to the side. Let your chin move away from... Your neck. Let your head tilt backwards. It's like that looking back and up we were just doing. So you're coming towards the idea of supporting where your knees are from the top of your head, from the top of your head. Whole length of your spine, including the top of your head, supports your knees, tilting to the side, and then you come back. You're Right shoulder definitely comes off the floor. Maybe even your left shoulder comes off the floor, too. That might be the advanced version of this lesson. I don't know. But your right shoulder definitely comes off the floor. Your elbows helping that. And really light with your head. So you let your own neck tell you what you're prepared to do. Don't let me tell you what you're prepared to do. Let your own neck do that. And then stay to the left like this once you've got that idea, the back of your head, your shoulder off the floor. And just a little bit, take your head and your shoulder, your right shoulder back towards the floor. Take your right shoulder back towards the floor and your head back to its normal position, but leave your legs tilted to the left. So a little bit. Now, they might pull up a little bit, but just don't bring them all the way back up to standing. So you take your shoulder... And back towards the floor. Take your head back towards just looking at the ceiling and go back and forth like that. So you've come into this side position. It's almost like being in a bridge with the top of your head on the floor. Your knees tilted to the left. And now you just take your shoulder and your head a little bit back towards the starting position and then back to this end position. So you just play around with what you can do with your head and your shoulders in this Extreme position of your legs, in this extreme position of your lower body. And so your pelvis more or less stay, rest a little bit. It might move a little bit, but it should move less than your shoulders do, move less than your head does. focus focuses on finding what moves in between your shoulders, your neck, and your pelvis. So take your shoulder away, take your head to look. Rest on the top of your head and then take them back. Great. And then bring your knees back up to standing. Just put your arms normally alongside of yourself. Your left leg crossed over your right. tilt your knees to the left. See how far they go, how easily, how much control you feel. And come back up again. And leave that. And disentangle your legs. Stretch out. feel now. How are you resting on the floor? What's changed about the contact with the floor for you? Do your legs rest differently? Are they flatter? Are they closer together, farther apart? How your arms rest without your, what choice did you make now subconsciously about how you rest your arms? Maybe that has something to do with how your shoulders are flattened on the floor or not. And really especially, how does the length of your back rest on the floor? What's the size, shape of that space behind your low back? What's the kind of contact your upper back and shoulders make? And then you can take your time whenever you're ready. Roll to your side, come up, sit. Sit. Stand, walk around, take a moment to see how this experience feels as you come back up into gravity.